Welcome, everybody, to our weekly Torah podcast. In memory of Mr. and Mrs. Harold and Shirley Pasternak, Herschel Ben David, and Simon Devor Basichesko. This week's Torah portion is Parshat Titzaveh. Parshat Titzaveh mostly covers the, the laws of the different types of garments, the clothing that the Kohanim and the Kohen Gadol wore, the high priest and the priests. The regular priests wore four different garments the Torah talks about. It talks about a little bit how they're made, too. They wore like a pair of breeches, like short pants, like a long nightshirt almost looked like, a sash, and a migbas, a hat on the, they wore on their heads too. The Kohen Gola wore these four same, same types of garments also, made a little bit differently, but basically these four types of garments, the pants and the shirt and the sash and a turban. And four additional garments, he also had the, the ephod. The ephod was like an apron type of a clothing, the Choshe Mishpat, which was the breastplate with the 12 gems in the breastplate corresponding or presenting each one of the tribes. He wore Me'il, it's like a long coat. Many opinions say that it was a sleeveless coat, almost like a poncho, long dark blue coat with, uh, with de- decorative pomegranates and bells on the edges. And then he wore also a head, head plate across his forehead called the, called the Tzitz, which is made out of gold, with God's name inscribed in it. The Torah, again, describes in great detail the clothing that the Kohanim and the Kohen Gadol would wear. It seems a little bit interesting that why the Torah is so careful and so meticulous about the type of clothing that the Kohen, the Kohen, Kohen Gadol would wear. We know as Jews, obviously, that the most important thing is, is what's the panemius, what's inside rather than the outside. The internal ideas such as personality and intellect and, and just in general, the effort that a person puts forth inside the spiritual dimension of a person is much more important than the external clothing and things like that that are that generally are not, uh, seem somewhat superficial. That being the case, why should the Torah pay so much attention to what the Kohen Gadol wears, the clothing? And the Gemara is so meticulous about this. The Gemara tells us that if this clothing would become, if the clothing would become dirty, they didn't even launder the clothing, because it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been appropriate to launder the clothing. It's out there. It's something in elegance. It's, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do something washy. And they would, they would wear, they would make new clothing for the coin, for the coin gadol. For that matter, also the pasuk tells us that had to be tailored specifically to the height and to the size of the coin, the coin gadol. If the coin gadol wore clothing that was too short or too long, it was disqu- he would disqualify his service in the, pa- the base of Midrash in the temple. It wouldn't, wouldn't be kosher, the service that he did. Why is the Torah so meticulous about the clothing? The Torah is telling us, You should make these garments, these holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for honor and for glory. In some ways, the clothing actually seemed to contribute to the glory and to the honor of Aaron. What that means to say is that the position of Aaron was such that it required a certain type of uniform. And the uniform was there in order to be able to engender respect and reverence and awe from the populace. When they would see Aaron, they would see the Kohen Gadol do the service, they would be inspired, they would be impressed, They would appreciate the beauty and the glory of the garments. 
to some extent that would elevate Aaron in their eyes. Now, granted, that might seem somewhat superficial. We know as people, you know, that it's much, there are things that are much more important than externalities. But the reality is, though, human beings are affected by the aesthetics. We see beauty. We see things that are very, uh, a beautiful sunset or a beautiful piece of, piece of work of art, for example. It does inspire us. It has an effect on us. It has an impact on us, too. And Torah recognizes this. And therefore, it's such it's important for the coin, the coin goal to wear certain types of garments. It's not to say, it's not to say that that makes the person, obviously. But in some way, the clothing indeed does make the man. The clothing are big day kodesh, clothing, holy clothing. And the holy clothing actually envelops the coin, the coin goal in holiness. These types of clothing that were made with the proper type of intention and with, with the proper glory and beauty to them, they lent beauty to the individual, to the person, and they imbued them with holiness. We find an interesting medrash that tells us in the story of Purim, when Achashverosh made his party at the beginning of the story, the posse talks about the different types of clothing that he wore, and the medrash tells us that he had actually he donned the Kohen Gadol, the high priest clothing. This is after the destruction of the first base of Migdash. I assume many of the types of garments and vessels in the base of Migdash were taken into captivity and they were in the hands of Achashverosh. So Achashverosh donned, he wore the clothing of the Kohen Gadol at his party. Obviously, this was a grievous offense, of course, for which he was deserving of punishment. But it struck me, why did he do it in the first place? Why is he so impressed with Jewish clothing for as the king, certainly he had beautiful garments, royal garments. Why was it necessary for him to go wear the Kohen Gadol's clothing? But it seems that the Kohen Gadol's clothing was not like, not like regular beautiful clothing. They were big dekodosh, they are clothing of holiness. And therefore when he wore these types of clothing, he felt some, diff, something different. It wasn't the same feeling. It, wasn't, it was an elevation of sorts, a spiritual elevation that he didn't get when he just wore the regular royal garments. And that's why he tried to parade himself around with wearing the Kohen Gadol's clothing to feel different and to, 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 to show his difference to other people also. He wanted to make a show of it to some extent. That's the idea of, of the clothing. And that's why they're so meticulous about the clothing also as well. The Meshachachmas has an interesting idea that regarding the Yom Kippur service, when the Kohen Gadol did the service, the Pasik tell, the, rather the Mishnah tells us, Yorad Vitovel, he went down to the mikveh and immersed himself, all of Estagan. He came out of the mikveh and he dried himself off. So the commentaries asked the question, why does he have to tell us that he dried himself off? It's kind of obvious. He's going to go immerse himself and get so wet. Of course he's going to dry himself. Why is that necessary? What halacha is understood in the drying? So some people want to say that the reason the Mishnah Melech wants to say the reason is because he has to dry himself because if he wouldn't, the water would serve as, an, as sort of like, it would, be, it would make an interruption of sorts between his skin and the clothing. The clothing had to be directly on the skin of the Kohen Gadol. And therefore he had to dry himself well in order that the water should not serve as an interposition between the clothing and his body. But the Meshach says a little bit differently. Meshach says the reason is because if the clothing would become wet, that would detract from the beauty of the clothing. The clothing had to be beautiful at all times, a cover of tiforis for honor and for glory. And if a person wears clothing that's matted down because it's wet, that would take away, detract from the beauty. That, that You couldn't do that. That would disqualify the clothing because it takes away from the beauty again, that same idea. That's the understanding behind the clothing. We find the Sefer Chinuch says along these lines also, unless the Sefer Chinuch tries to explain the significance of the clothing. 
he says that we, what the, the purpose is because Adam Nifa Kefi Puloso. A person is many, many ways a person is actually affected and impacted by external activities, by external behavior. There's a famous principle that the, that the Sefer Chinach says regarding the Korban Pesach. There's a law regarding the Korban Pesach that you're not allowed to break the bones of the Korban Pesach. And in other words, even when you eat it, you can't chew on the bone, let's say, to be able to break the bone to get the marrow out. And he explains the reason for that is because since the person is affected, impacted by his external behavior, when, a, when the person is eating the Korban Pesach, he's celebrating freedom, dignity. And a dignified person doesn't chew bones. Breaking of the bones, to some extent, it has a, an undignified impact on the person. When a person is celebrating the, the freedom of, of Mitzrayim, that would not be proper. That would not be appropriate. It's the same thing of here too. When he wears the clothing, the clothing itself was made with the proper kavon, the proper understanding. The the clothing we see, we'll see later. The Torah talks about the people that that, that produced the clothing, that they sewed them and wove them together. They the Yudea Machshavas. They are people that knew how to understand, that to know the thoughts, which means to say, every stitch that they made was for the purpose of holiness to be able to better serve Hashem. With all these thoughts in the stitches of the garments, the garments themselves would have an impact, a tremendous impact on the Kohen Gadol. Therefore, you had to wear special types of clothing that whenever the Kohen Gadol would look at these clothing, he would be reminded and be inspired to actually strive for greater and spiritual heights in the service of Hashem. That's the understanding of Sefer Chinuch explains the significance of the clothing. The understanding itself here, though, is you know, that in the world they say the clothing makes the man. Obviously, we know that's not really the case. Certainly, you want to have a present a certain image. A person, for example, in, in different professions has a certain type of a, a certain appearance, professional appearance. A policeman, for example, a policeman's uniform. Certain type of businessman, a certain types of professionals that wear a special, that wear suits to make to present themselves with a proper image. Professional women also will dress a certain way, much more conservatively than and then a casual, casual because again they want to be treated in a certain way. And we that studies have shown that when people are dressed a little bit more formally, we tend to we tend to behave, we act to them quite a bit differently. We, we, we speak to them differently. We have a different feeling than when a person is worn very, very casually. And that's the understanding here too. The, 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 so although the clothing, in some ways, certainly there's much more to the person than the clothing that he wears. But the clothing also, in some ways, it, it, it commands a certain amount of, of reverence, a certain from, from the people that, that surround them, that see, that see the coin cuddle. That's one of the reasons too why the Torah later on in Parshish Emor talks about the prohibition or the the the, the, coin, the the disqualification of a coin that has certain physical blemishes. Now again, obviously, we understand very well, and Torah understands very well too, that a person can be very, very, very qualified and, and a very great person with all kinds of blemishes, all kinds of problems with physical physical ailments. Why would a person with a physical blemish be disqualified from doing the service? It seems very shallow, it seems very superficial. But again, the understanding itself is because he's supposed to supposed to be able to command the respect of of the people. 
And when they see something, the first of all, there's a distraction. When they see physical blemishes, there's a distraction from being able to focus on the service. It's also, to some extent, it's difficult for them to be able to appreciate, difficult to be able to be able to, to respect him in the same manner as somebody that looks much more put together, so to say. I believe they say that some of the presidents of the United States would never be able to win the office today. Gover Cleveland and William Taft, for example, were very heavy people, and some, to some extent, perhaps somewhat homely because of their obesity. In those days, when they would run for president, they didn't have anything on TV. And people didn't really see them much, and therefore they can go a lot. They can go a lot farther. Today, when when all the different debates and the, a lot of campaigning is done on television, everybody has a chance to see the candidates. People, people would respond much differently. And it's, it's, I think studies again have shown that, that it's much more difficult for somebody that doesn't present, doesn't project a, a beautiful image to be able to make it big in this world. Maybe it, it, it seems like a shame that it should be like that, but that's a, that's, there is a reality to that. Human beings do have an effect. Human beings do respond different ways to the way to, to, to an image. And therefore, as such, it's necessary for them to be able to make sure that they have to the Kohen Gadol has to dress in a certain way to be able to recognize that too. An understanding over here is when a person would, when, when dresses that same way, the rabbis tell us this applies to the Talmud Chacham, to the Torah scholar, to the Torah personality as well too. The Gemara tells us that a Talmud Chacham, that's Nimtza Rav of Agbigado, that he has a stain, a soil, some soiled stain on his garment. The Gemara tells us Chayiv Misa. He's deserving of death penalty. Of course, he's not put to death for that. But just just trying to emphasize the point that it's a serious offense. The Talmud Chacham is supposed to represent Torah, is supposed to represent God to some extent. When people see that his clothing is dirty, it's hard for them to respect that type of person like that. And therefore, it's important for them to be able to project the right type of an image. Because when a person dresses a certain way, it says something about the person. A person is not meticulous about his dress, not careful about the way he dresses. To some extent, it shows, it says something about the person. That person is not a very a neat person, not an organized person, perhaps. It says something even about a spiritual element also associated with the person. Again, the Chaznish used to say, we're not talking about something shabby. Shabbiness is a sign of poverty. Poverty has nothing to do with, has nothing to do with the, person's, the person's character. But even a person that dresses with shabby clothing, they can be clean, they can be pressed. It's important for them to be able to, be, to present themselves properly. The clothing that we wear, whether we like it or not, in people's eyes, puts us into a certain, into a certain category. People look at people differently when they're dressed one way than when they dress another way. And therefore, as such, it's important for us to be able to project the right type of an image. People, God's representative to this world, has to, has to be able to project the type of an image deserving of a person that's of a person that's capable of being the, the, the ambassador of the Almighty in this world. Again, the Torah talks about it at great length. It seems like something rel- relatively insignificant. But the reality is even clothing also. Something like clothing, externalities, could have an impact and as such can be of great importance as well too. Have a great week, everybody. And Mrs. Hashem will be together again next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.